0: Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word cash to 200, You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's cash to 200, 200. What are you doing? It's Tuesday. I'm glad you're here. Morning ritual with me, Gary Lewis, KNST, AM792, Sons. Most stimulating talk. Three things. Yeah, thank you. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, apparently by Friday the government will shut down unless there's a new spending bill. And uh, the Paul Ryan House version has $1.3 trillion in it. Isn't that crazy? Second highest spending bill next to Obama's stimulus. Isn't that crazy? Way to be fiscally conservative. Yeah, but of course, you know, $1.3 a lot of money. $0 for building the wall. But don't worry, the Republicans in charge. Fully fund Planned Parenthood and Sanctuary Cities. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's exact. Thank you. We'll complain about that later. Uh, second thing I think you need to know. Now, this, this is pretty good. Um, Trump once again tried to make a deal for the wall, right? He tried to make a deal for the wall. He said, listen, I'll give you, I'll give you some uh, temporary relief for the DACA people. Let's make a deal. You give me my $25 billion for the wall. And um <clears throat> now this is uh this is this is interesting. The Democrats rejected it. They said, you know what we want? We want what you originally offered us. Amnesty. I'm talking not even citizenship for 1.8 million illegal aliens, the DACA, the dream, whatever the hell it is, right? And you know what Trump said? No. People, he's gonna do it, he's gonna sell it. He said no. We'll get to that as well. Third thing, I think you need to know. Uh, the woman killed in May in Tempe, she's a Mesa woman, the self-driving car, they always freak me out. This is going to set him back even more. Not the first person to be killed by one, by the way, but it's pretty bad. Uh, 49-year-old woman trying to cross the street. The self-driving car had a person inside it. Car never slowed down. They're not sure if the person was drunk. Not drunk, it was a chick driving it. Uh, and it turns out she was also a convicted felon. Now, she served her time armed robbery. Forty-four-year-old woman. Oh yeah, the plot thickens, doesn't it? Who knows? Uh, all I know is that woman died, hit by that car. She was crossing Mill Avenue up in Tempe, uh, and and the car just it just didn't uh, it didn't sense. That's that's the danger about those things. Three things I think you need to know is that they don't uh, they don't account for the strange human behavior the way humans do. Now on the other end, what do you have? You have people you know, here in Tucson. You have people getting killed crossing the road, right? Um, so humans can't can't account all the time for other humans, but are you like me where you would much rather stick with the whole? Uh, I'd rather have the human error than the computer error. Like the AI, the artificial intelligence taking over freaks me out. Ever since the movie The Terminator, don't you look at me that way? You know it's true. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking away from you, so you don't see me roll my eyes. I can't. Out of all the things that you believe in, Ryan, as a conspiracy theorist. You don't think that AI can want—this is the one thing I agree with, with uh, Tesla Boy, uh, where he's like, we have to slow down on this artificial intelligence. It will, they will kill us. They will wipe out the human race. And you know, then what? I, who cares? At that point, they're dead and they have a bunch of, you know— Exactly. So I mean, Well, What you? You don't want to? You'd rather just die? You'd rather just not cut them off and make no, sure we can continue? But uh, quite honestly, if I can get a, a oh robot to
1: like do my dishes and make dinner for a little while,
0: all right, that's a good. Tra- that's a decent trade off. That's why you have a wife, and we say that because our wives don't. Anyway, so um, <laughs> seriously, like that's that's a big freaking deal, man. Uh, I think people are going to get extremely sick of technology. I mean like like mega sick of it. Why yeah, okay. You have Facebook. I think people are starting to catch on Facebook when it started out. It was kind of cool, right? You know, you could share some pictures uh, with some friends and some other stuff, and then you have, you know it, You know what? Facebook became okay because your mom started forwarding you emails. That's what it came down to. My mom used to do, I know she's listening right now on the iHeartRadio app. She used to send like like seven forwards a day. And I'm like, stop sending them. And then Facebook happens. And it's like, that's cool because, you know, your mom and my mom couldn't figure it out. Then they figure it out and they like, okay, enough is enough. No, but seriously, it's it's like Facebook used to be something that was okay. And then politics got into it and it got very annoying. And then people realize it's not just to share pictures of your kids or your dog or your dinner that night that you think people care about or whatever else. Um, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's it's just people are catching on to the fact that they're collecting your data and there's nothing, and they're not doing anything wrong about it, by the way. People willingly put all kinds of information about themselves for, for Facebook to see and Facebook's, Facebook was an okay, you know, thing that, that people used to communicate and stuff like that. And it was unique and it was different. It was first. And then all of a sudden, yeah, no. And then all of a sudden, um, you have, Facebook needing shareholders to make money. So they go, how do we make money on this? How do we monetize it? Oh, how do we monetize it? We sell data. Yeah. We collect it. We sell it. And now, is it intrusive? Look, I don't blame Facebook for this. They're making money. Nobody forced people to join Facebook. You know? Nobody joined. Nobody said, you must do th-. Like, it's theirs. You are going to them. It's like you agree to do it. And in, in turn, for using what they created for free... You give up information, or at least they can they can take whatever you write down, and they sell it. It's nothing new. Why is everybody upset about that? And it is their product. Like you, you're using like, yeah. their product, and, it, and it's their property, it's not exactly. your property. And that's why people forget. Oh, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitter—they're censoring me. They can. It's theirs. Yeah, yeah. It's not the government. Exactly. Now, are they dishonest about it? Maybe. Are they one-sided? Of course, we know this. It shouldn't be a surprise. So, if you don't like it, don't use it. That's why I don't. Exactly. I, I know. I know. <laughs> it's really weird to be over You're here. the one. I know. In radio. But I'm the one. Uh, but it's, we get it. We get it. But I think people are starting to get sick of it. They're starting to get mm-hmm. sick of it. And we saw there was massive drop off of millennials. There was a story a couple of weeks ago, like 24% drop in millennials using Facebook. Uh, what are they using? Instagram? Guess what? They own Instagram. Yeah. Um, I think eventually people are going to realize, man, I don't want, it's, it's like, it, it's going full circle. People now are realizing, I don't want my life controlled by big tech. It's going to get there. Big tech is trying to control your life with Facebook, with Twitter, with Google. They're trying to put everything in front of you. Like Amazon, those things freak me out. I know we, we we're supposed to talk about it because you can listen. You could tell Alexa or Google to play KNST, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I personally don't have any of those things because they always listen. You don't know when they're off or on. You can say it's off, but it's not off. It always listens because then it could it could hear what you're saying, and it's a great thing. I mean, this is direct marketing. They could, that's the most valuable thing. Instead of asking somebody at a mall at a focus group, which I did 25 years ago, what kind of jeans do you wear? What do you like? What do you not like? Well, how often do you buy a mattress? Now they actually these these, these things hear you. They literally hear you and send you ads based on what you're telling your wife in the privacy of your own home. You're telling me that, really, you don't think the government is going to somehow get in there and try to take advantage of that? No, you're being Especially a conspiracy theorist. Especially when Google was in bed with Obama. That's crazy. Oh, I know, I know. You're a conspiracy so, guy, right? So I, get your tinfoil I hat. am not a conspiracy. I'm a realist. Oh, wait, the government was reading your emails?
2: Remember Which
0: what? The Gmail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, Eric well, all, Schmidt, the former email. guy that ran it, He was. Uh, he was... He was in it. He was in it with Obama. He was in it to win it, and he did everything he could. And again, this story, like the media is trying to make this big deal that all of a sudden uh, a company that that helped the Trump campaign get people's data that they willingly put on Facebook. Yes. It was not hidden. It was there. And they helped, uh, I guess, hit them up with ads. And I, I just don't think that influences people as much. I think people listen to radio. They see clips. They see videos. They heard Trump's message. That's why he won. I know, but you got to get people out there. So they targeted them to make sure they reminded them to go vote. Oh, trust me, people knew to vote. They knew to vote. It was all over the place. It's all anybody talked about. But anyway, uh, the same thing happened with Obama. This came out. I'm sure you listened to KNST yesterday, and Rush was talking about it. Um, Obama's campaign did the same thing. As a matter of fact, Facebook said, man, we caught you guys taking data from our users, but we're cool with it because we like you, Obama. We want you to win. And they're trying to, and the media, we know this with the media. The media tried really hard over the last day and a half to try to push that narrative about this, this random company. Uh, oh, they used data. That's what, that's what got Trump to win. Okay, it wasn't Hillary being an awful candidate and Trump being a great candidate. Uh, that, that's, that's what made the difference. That's what made the difference. Uh, but they, they're going to stop. I mean, even an Obama person she put out there. Oh, they, again, they, they knew what we were doing. They said, we know what you're doing. We're not going to stop you because we're on your side. If Mitt Romney tried to do that back in 2012, I guarantee Facebook would have said, stop taking our people's stuff. And they would have every right to do it. This is what happens. So people, I think, are going to gradually pull back, pull back, uh, because everything, not even just what you write about yourself, it's everything you comment on. I mean, they get every word. They look at it. They put it into, into algorithms and programs. And they create a model of human behavior. Exactly. And then they hit you up with stuff. And that's, I get it. So I think between that, <laughs> they hit up with they, they hit you up with ads. They but, hit you. They they hey, they fill forget, you with things that you think you're going to like.
1: Don't forget your phone is uh, is connected to GPS all the time unless you. Like, yeah, it turn freaks it me off. out. And
0: all of a sudden, it's like you are 21 minutes from your home. I'm like, how do you know where my home is? Yeah. I don't or have if in you're there. in
1: like a sporting goods store, and they're like, "Hey, this is on sale." Yeah. Go pick it up now. I know. Like,
0: oh, I, know now. I know. I know. And I, you can't lose the phone, but you can lose the social media. You actually can't lose the phone. You can get yourself a jitterbug. Yes, you, well, you can. That I, two I, I like being connected in a certain aspect, but I, I, I know. So that's why I, when I hear about these autonomous cars, people aren't going to want this stuff. And the government's behind it. Well, we think it'll be safer for you. Listen, if you just let the computer drive for you, because you'll make mistakes and they won't. Oh, no, no, no. They they will. And They have. So what are you gonna do about that? What about, how about them apples? They did. Uh, and Doug Ducey has been—he has eased regulations to let uh, all kinds of uh, anyone's business in here, and I get it, I get it. Um, however, this—this this is uh, this is a bad story. They said that the the vehicle never even tried to slow down. It's as if it didn't even see the woman that was crossing the street with her bicycle. Man, it's—it's it's, sorry. my—I had my volume on. So, uh, Elaine Hertzberg, walking her bike across Mill, 10 p.m., that's when she was hit. Corey, that was the two nights ago, or, you know, a day and a half ago, it came out yesterday. Uh, they're not sure if the person that was just inside the self-driving vehicle was on anything or whatever, but I'm just telling you, there is, um, uh, there's going to be a big pushback a big pushback uh, when it comes to self-driving cars and all this stuff. People want freedom and they want the ability to make the choices themselves. There's going to be a big swing. The millennials, they're a lost cause for the most part. It's the generation after them. It's like my generation in front of them and then the generation after them. The generation, what, what is it, Z? They're going to be growing up. very. They're very, very conservative. They saw what their parents went through. We've talked about that. Anyway, that, that's just my take on that stuff. So we'll talk more about that because I find it to be pretty uh, pretty interesting. And I think it's pretty good. And what are you going to do about it? Uh, anyway, 9.40 this morning. I know it's a while from now. Pima County Superintendent of Schools Dustin Williams will be on the show. Uh, he was high-fiving students as they were leaving to go protest guns and push for gun control. I want to ask him why and what, he, what was the point and what he thought happened because of it. We'll get to That's at 9.40. So uh, there's much more we need to get to. Pre- uh, uh, Governor Doug Ducey has his plan to stop mass shootings, what his gun stuff wants to do, and eh, we'll see. We'll see. So we have that. Uh, also, we need to get to uh, one of my favorite stories of the day. Uh, I have a college story, a couple of college stories. One, yes, St. Patrick's Day, there was cultural appropriation. We'll get to that. Uh, and uh, an all-women's college is asking professors to do something which is insane. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Hey,
3: it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk.
0: Yeah, 639. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, government will shut down, I believe, by Friday unless you have a big spending bill and they have it coming up Paul Ryan's house version of it 1.3 trillion dollars holy smokes well there's that and uh it's too hard to demand that or it's too hard to put a 25 billion dollar wall in a 1.3 trillion dollar spending bill apparently because there's no money for the wall but these Republicans are standing up to the Dems man they can the Dems still win they're funding sanctuary cities and Planned Parenthood they're too, these these are chicken bleeps that are they really they really support them I don't want to put up with a fight. Hey, thanks. Go home then. Go home to mommy. Go home. So that's what they have going Go on home there. To yeah, mommy. exactly. Uh, second thing I think you need to know, which I find very interesting. The uh, White House said, "Listen, listen. You want to cut a deal? You want to, you want to cut a deal? give us a. The Republicans won't do it. Democrats, let's make a deal. Trump, said, let's make a deal." Um, Democrats rejected the the Trump proposal, would have extended DAC amnesty for three years, for a twenty five billion dollar funding wall. Democrats said no. They said we'll only agree to the wall funding if Trump agrees to citizenship for at least 1.8 million younger illegal aliens, not just the work permits. Trump did offer that. Now Trump's saying no dice. No dice. Bye bye. Go home to mommy. Uh, This I think that uh, go home to mommy. I think the Republican. I think Trump's doing that on purpose to try to get it also to be a uh, a reason to get people to go vote. That's I think the big plan is there too. It's not hard to see. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, the self-driving Uber car that killed the 49-year-old woman up in Tempe yesterday. Um, Uber has now suspended their self-driving cars. They had it going on, I think, uh, in Pittsburgh and a couple other cities. Um, Turns out the driver, there was a person in there, I guess, to just kind of oversee it. Car never slowed down. Nobody knows if the person was on something or not, but it's a a 44-year-old convicted felon of armed robbery. Some forty-four year old lady convicted of armed robbery. Ubers come under fire in the past for hiring uh, their hiring practices of convicted felons. So uh, there you go. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um, this is one of the crazy stories that uh, that you're going to hear. College stories, baby. These these are my favorite. Campus reform. I love it. I love it. Uh the headline got me. Now I'm not making the I'm not making up this, and I'll put it on my Facebook page and I'll tweet it out. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow me there. That'd be that be great. Uh at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. So now Britt, you ready for this? Best headline of the day. All women's college asks professors not to call students women. I, I told you. Out of all the things we talk about today, this will be the one you remember. May I give some suggestions of what to call them then? that yeah, was good. Uh, they're told to call them Toots. Hey, Toots. <laughs> toots. Hey, Chicky. Hey. Yeah. Senorita. Hey. I don't think those will be approved. But damn it, don't call them women. Remember the old days, again, you couldn't call women. Hey, toots! Hey, sweetie pie! Hey, UK skirt, come here! You can't do... Skirt? Now we've gotten so extreme that you can't call women women. Oh, yeah. Mount Holyoke College, an all womens school, has told professors, Yeah, can you avoid calling the students women? You gotta promote a gender-neutral classroom environment. It's an all womens school! Yeah, but we still need to be gender-neutral. What?! Why are you paying for that? Yeah, why are we here? What are we doing? Oh, the school offers two guides, two other guides on inclusive teaching. I mean, if there's anything that doesn't have to worry about being inclusive, it's a it's a women's college because they're all women, right? I mean, it's you're already you're not being inclusive at all. You're not allowing men to go to college, so don't worry about being inclusive. You're a women's college. By the way, you notice there are never guys that sue to be able to go to these colleges because they know the (laughs) women that go to these colleges are the biggest fun haters in society. What There's no no such thing as a happy, fun-to-be-around woman that goes to an all-women's college. They're going there for a reason. They're angry. They're mad. They're vegan. I'm just kidding. kidding. Um, Could be. I I know. Anyway, um, so they they have two guides on inclusive teaching and intersectionality in the classroom gives advice for dealing with oppression and privilege you're only talking to women women well you know women don't like women that's true remember we did that story U- yep. here at the U of A uh, there was a professor did a study it said women in the workplace are the meanest to women in the workplace it's not men I mean they're not Matt Lauer-ing them, but they're just mean so uh, it says here. This is this is the best. This is the best. You know what the guide is called? No. This is from Mount Holyoke College, sure. all women's school. The supporting trans and non-binary students' guide. So are they really? I mean, what if it's a transgender woman? It's really a dude that says I'm a woman. Anyway, who got into a woman's college? Yeah, it's like Three's Company. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, uh. No, wait. Uh, Perfect Strangers. No, no, no. Perfect Str- Bosom uh, Buddies? Bosom Buddies. Buzzin there you go. There there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. So, um, like was, Tom Hanks and the other guy. Exactly. The, the guy that is like the guy, that Tom Hanks is like the Seacrest. And like the other guy is like the guy that was original host with Seacrest on American Idol and then left. He's like, this ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Bad move. Uh, anyway, because you know, there were two hosts to American Idol in the first like year. Yeah, exactly. You don't remember that guy, nope. do you? Uh, Anyway, they created that guide to promote a gender-neutral classroom. It says here, when discussing the student body, yeah, baby, but it's not that kind of a... No, these are not the student bodies you want to discuss. Say, Mount Holyoke students, rather than Mount Holyoke women, again, at an all-women's college, avoid making statements like, we're all women here, at an all-women's college. Or referring to the two genders. Because there's way more than two genders, of course. You have to understand that. You know, just me being a hardcore capitalist, I'm I'm always wondering, you know, I mean, if you're if this is an all women's college, I mean there's gotta be just how how do you not like sponsor everything if you're like Tampax or always? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How do you not sponsor everything they have? This class brought to you by body wash and loofas. Shut up. I use a loofah. We know. Oh, my. <clears throat> anyway, just 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 the uh, the chick stuff, just the chick stuff. The guide claims many students spend the first day of class braced against various types of disrespect. It's an all women's college. Professors who mispronounce their names. That's an example.
1: Oh, it's so horrible.
0: Uh, Joan. Uh, Excuse me, even though it's J-O-A-N, I'd like to be referred to as John because I want it that way. Okay, sorry. Professors that call them by the wrong name entirely misgender them and so on. If there's ever a place where you can literally not worry about misgendering someone, wouldn't it be an all-women's college? you think. To avoid accidentally insulting students, the guide instructs faculty members to avoid calling names from attendance rosters. Here we go again. And instead invite students to introduce themselves during the class. I'm Bill. No, no. hmm This is all part of the uh, the guide. The guide. They give an example of intersectionality. Oppression, privilege, every individual faces it, all this stuff, right? Okay. They give an example: two transgender students walk into a bar. No, I'm just um, two transgender students from different class or racial backgrounds against it's transgender. It's it's a chick school. It's an all women's school. I mean, right there, it's like you know what? We're gonna have we we again. Okay, we check your grades for admission, and then we have in in an, uh, an OB right an O B G Y N. Uh, get up in the uh get up in that uh, little seat. you see the stirrups right there? Put them up there. Let's just. Double check and make sure you're good to come here at a a women's college. That's what they should do. Anyway, two transgender students from different class or racial backgrounds are going to have different perspectives and life experiences, even though they have one identity in common. So you can be a Hispanic man claiming to be a woman and you're on the same level as an actual real woman. Oh, my do I get uh, uh like tuition
1: paid for and things like that? Because I'll do it. I'll make my kids do
0: it. Maybe you would. You
1: put on this rouge right now.
0: You rouge is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure, it's like from nineteen eighties. Yeah,
1: that's all I know about uh-huh. women's makeup,
0: dude. This is uh, this is one of the best. This is one of the all time greats, isn't it? One of the all time greats. It's up there. A and all women's college do not call women women. Do not call the students women at the all women's college. Oh boy. <clears throat> uh, I told you, this This is the best story. I mean, we have other things to do. Don't get me wrong. It may all be downhill from here. We have another one. I joked around uh, last week because I knew what happened. You know, everybody is worried about on Halloween if you wear a costume that's going to make somebody feel bad, you're going to appropriate someone's culture. Cinco de Mayo, listen, don't think about ordering a taco, wearing a sombrero, drinking a uh No, 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 no. You shut up. And I always wonder, well, what about St. Patrick's Day? Everybody uses that as an excuse to get drunk. Nobody knows what St. Patrick's Day is for. It's for St. Patrick. Yeah, but they think it's just for getting drunk, green beer.
1: And you be, name is it it, is
0: it beating snakes as well? I don't know. I don't. I don't pretend to know it, but I don't. He drove all the snakes. It's hard. Off of it's hard for me to keep up with the Jewish holidays. Okay, I have oh. my I have my hand. There's one, it's a, not week. Appropriating one a week. One a week. One a week. It's my culture. There's like one a week. Anyway, so. Uh, I do have a video of, uh, they did it. the good old people at campus reform. We'll do it later on in the show. They went out and asked students, you going to celebrate what, what is St. Patrick's day for you? And they all say drunk, 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 get drunk, drunk. And he's like, do you think you're appropriating the culture if you're not Irish? And I'll, Ugh. oh boy, wait till you hear what they had to say. We'll get to that as well. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so thank you. Um, you know what? I'll have one more. We'll do the Doug Ducey thing in the next hour. Uh, But I have one more college story that I haven't had a chance to get to, but I need to. It also is about uh, gender. A student was kicked out of class while talking about gender. He was factually correct, but he was kicked out of class. You have to hear why he was kicked out of class, what he said. It's coming up. Don't you go anywhere. It is your morning ritual. get to it in about uh, four minutes. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word luck to 200, 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's luck to 200, Yes. Come on. Bop, 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 bop. Yes. Hi, it's 708. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM790 Tucson's most stimulating talk now there are three things I think you need to know number one a uh, shooting at a uh, high school in Maryland a gun-free zone now uh, there are reports of three people injured that I've seen passed around now I'm seeing that uh, there is uh, new information from the St. Mary's County Sheriff there two injured one female student and the shooter who is in critical condition CNN put out seven people were injured, at least seven. They never confirmed it with authorities. I mean, why should that make a difference, right? Uh, again, a gun-free zone where this happened this morning. Matter of fact, in Maryland, you can uh, get punished for up to five years in prison if you do this. And it didn't stop the guy. Didn't stop the guy. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, $1.3 trillion spending bill by the Republicans. They need to keep the government open. Isn't that just great? One point three trillion zero dollars toward the wall. Are you kidding me right now? But these hardcore Republicans, you can trust them as they fully fund Planned Parenthood and, of course, the sanctuary cities. But they mean business. Yeah, this makes you want to go vote for them in November, right? If they lose in November, it's only their own fault. It's only their own fault. Uh, Third thing that I think you need to know, the latest coming out about that uh, self-driving Uber that killed that Mesa woman up in Tempe yesterday, or did it like the night before we found out yesterday, turns out. That the the there was a drive, there was a person in the self driving car. There was a person that never slowed the car down. How does a person in the car and then the drive, car driving itself doesn't slow down, hits the woman, kills a person? The person that that Uber hired to be in the car, a forty four year old convicted felon, armed robbery. Oof. So we're finding out more. Three things I think you need uh, to know. All right. So, there's, uh, there's something that I found to be very interesting. Listen, it's, it's, it's sad, it's nostalgic, right? I mean, how many times did your parents take you to Toys R Us? Did you take your kids to Toys R Us? And then Toys R Us is going down. They're closing every store. It's going to happen. And I you sit back and I, you know, I look at it. I don't want to say it's simplistic, but I look at it and I, I, always, I always think that you have to do more. You have to keep trying, you have to keep evolving where you die. You know, Benigan's died, never evolved. That's why certain restaurants, they change their menu all the time. They keep you coming back. You got to stay relevant. You have to do that. If you stay stagnant, you die. You'll get beat. People come up with better ideas, better things. I always thought, you know, Toys R Us. It was the only game in town, so they never thought they had to do anything different. They never updated. It was dark and dingy. You see all those, you know, what are the vinyl tiles? They were dirty. It was poorly lit. It was kind of gross, right? It was kind of gross. And as soon as Amazon comes out, as soon as other stores start selling some toys, and then nobody can compare with Toys R Us. I mean, you might go to a different store to get toys, a Walmart, a Target, whatever, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not all toys. Um, but Toys R Us never, they never modernized. You know, everything, now you want to compete, you have to compete with online. The one thing, and i I'll always say this, the one thing that brick and mortar stores have the edge versus online stores is the experience. There's no experience going online. Who doesn't want to take their kid to see the smile, right? To see the smile on on the kid's face when you take him to a toy store. But Toys R Us never thought out of the box and said, let's make it more interactive. Let's have our employees, instead of just looking miserable and stocking shelves, let's have them explaining toys, have toys out, let's have them play with them. Have it like a day at, you know, parents always look for things to occupy the time with the kids. I know it might cost them money to buy something, it may or may not, But get in there and almost make it like an interactive game store in that aspect, you know? That's what it should. And they never evolved. But that's not the entire reason. I think it has to do with something personally, but that's not the entire reason as to why Toys R Us is closing. There was a story on PJ Media uh, by Susan Goldberg. The real reason Toys R Us is closing that no one wants to talk about. Birth rates. And that just got me to think, okay, I mean, again, you know, she talks about the competition, online realtors, retailers like Amazon, uh, like I mentioned, cheaper big box stores, Walmart and Target, bad customer service, all this stuff, all this stuff. Uh, However, uh, she talks about a story that was in the Washington Post just a few days ago. Toys R Us's baby problem is everybody's baby problem. You think about it, customers... Right? The decrease of birth rates in countries where we operate could negatively affect our business. Most of our end customers are newborns and children. As a result, our revenue are dependent on the birth rates in countries where we operate. In recent years, many countries' birth rates have dropped or stagnated as their population ages, and education and income levels increase. A continued and significant decline in the number of newborns and children in these countries could have a material adverse effect on our operating results. Wow, so basically, Americans aren't having enough kids. Low birth rate, and you can go into so many, so many angles on this, right? Why are we not having as many kids? I mean, I see people. Oh, I, my dad. Oh, he had six kids, eight kids, five kids. I have two. I'm done. I think it's a lot. Ryan, you have two. It's a lot. I know people that have one. I'm done. You know, it's it's like weird. I I see someone that has three kids. I say, wow, how can you do that? Part of it is cost. Look, we have to keep paying lots of things, lots of taxes. We're going into more debt. Our government is offering more free services for people that are coming here illegally. Yes, I'm tying illegal immigration to this. There's a reason. It's true, and there's other reasons, too. But we have to continue to pay for this stuff. Everything is getting more expensive. We look at college. Look, people that had five, six kids, eight kids, a buddy of mine, he's one of eight. One of eight College was cheap then. If you want to go to college, not everybody needs to go to college. But look how much college costs now. College 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, people would pay hundreds of dollars per semester, hundreds of dollars. It was Now it's not affordable, and you know what? That has a big impact. People say, two kids, that's enough. College is expensive. That's what I heard over and over and over. Two, whoa, two, yeah. Just think of the cost of college. And, and that's a big factor. Look at health co- care costs. Uh, that's a big factor. But look at, look at, the, uh, look at, look at legal immigration because there's more to it than just us paying more in taxes. And it gets more expensive to live and more expensive to buy things. Look at Toys R Us. This also got me. Toys R Us, what do they need? They need babies. Right? Whether they believe it or not, what if Toys R Us had the cojones to come out as a pro-life company? It benefits them, right? Every baby in the womb deserves to play with toys. Imagine that. What do you think would have happened if Toys R Us would have actually Come out with that slogan, that messaging. Every baby in the womb needs to play, deserves to play with toys. Do you think they'd get destroyed? 880-KNST, 880-567-8. Think about it. And we'll talk about if you think they get destroyed or not. You have other companies, other industries. They take political stands, right? And this really shouldn't be a political stand, but it's a political stand. Again, whether Toys R Us believes it or not, I don't know. But it benefits them to have more babies in this world, doesn't it? It benefits them to have more babies. It's more customers. Think about that for a second. More customers. Why do you think the Chamber of Commerce is pro-amnesty, pro-open borders, pro-illegal immigration? They want people to be able to come to this country any way possible, whether it's over an airplane, whether it's with a visa, whether it's across illegally, overstaying visas. That's more people in this country that can spend money at members of the Chamber of Commerce. That's what they want. Plus, of course, the Chamber also likes more people coming here illegally to drive down wages, to drive down wages immensely because it helps their members again, right? Chamber of Commerce, they have no problem talking about that, do they? Where's the backlash? I mean, you and I get mad, but is there the same kind of backlash as if Toys R Us would have come out and said we're pro-life? Every baby out of the womb, in the womb, deserves a toy. They deserve happiness. You know the backlash is entirely different, right? 880-KNST, 880 Look at a company like Target. Target comes out and says, you know what? We think it's nice and fair and the right thing to do to let a guy claim that he's a woman. Use the women's dressing room to change. Use the women's bathroom. We think it's the right thing to do. And there was a backlash. People stopped going to Target. They lost billions of dollars in their stock value. But they didn't care. They went with it anyway. They didn't ever apologize. They didn't look back. They said, this is the way it is. If you don't like it, tough. What if Toys R Us would have had that same message? Would they have been able to say, tough, I don't care? There's only one company I can think of that actually had the message. Had The message like that in a similar conservative way that would have also... That has in the past said also, tough. We don't care. We're sticking with it. I want to get your reaction. What do you think? Should they have done this? Would it have helped? I'll tell you what that company is. And it's interesting how our society treats certain political viewpoints, right? And, and they have no problem backing certain political viewpoints and certain social issues versus others, right? 880-KNST, 880 You can also hit me up on Twitter at Garrett Lewis. You can email me, garrett at knst.com. I have more coming back. 719. We'll continue. I'll tell you who that company is. And maybe you'll find, maybe you say you're you're forgetting some. But there's not many you can think of that take actual uh, stances this way. We'll get that coming back in five. KNST AM 792, Sons Most stimulating
2: talk. Stimulating talk.
0: 7:27. Thank you for hanging out. Sunny and about uh, 80 today. Sunny and about 80s, which, which is nice. Uh, Nine. What is it going to be? Hang on. 91 on Thursday. Oh yeah. 84 tomorrow. 91 Thursday. You know you have the, the weather on your prep sheet. Oh, I do.
1: Yeah.
0: Like the past three years that I've worked here. <clears throat> okay. Moving on. Uh, by the <laughs> way, Easter. <laughs> Easter Sunday, you can celebrate Easter Sunday at Old Tucson with buy one get one free admission. Uh, you get Old Tucson signature stunts while you're there. Kitty rides, a petting zoo. What a great Easter Sunday! Right. Enter for a four a chance to win a four pack of tickets at knst.com now. And don't forget 9:40 this morning. Uh, the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams, who was high fiving kids as they were walking out of the out of class uh, to go uh, protest guns and stuff like that. Uh, I want. I have. I have questions for him. So he's agreed to join us. Kudos to him for that. Maybe he doesn't realize. Anyway, uh, so, all right. Now, going getting back to the story of Toys R Us. Toys R Us literally going out of business because they've run out of customers. I, they've, the birth rates are dropping so low. They literally are running out of customers. Uh, there was a story in the Washington Post about that. Um, the, the low birth rate factor, people having fewer kids, it's fewer consumers. Who knows? Right. Um there are literally few people uh, fewer people going out and buying anything Washington Post reports as well the change in the number of children born in the previous 12 years and thus sitting right within the Toys R Us demographic tracks closely with the company's changing annual revenue it's nonetheless apparent that Toys R Us's fortune rise and fall with population of its target market it's why the company's demise should worry the rest of us Toys R Us focuses on kids so it's feeling the crunch from declining birth rates long before the rest of the economy it's just a matter of time before the trends that toppled the troubled toy maker put the squeeze on businesses that cater to consumers of all ages. There'll be fewer consumers everywhere. That's why we need illegal aliens, Garrett. Anyway, so I said, what What if Toys R Us said we are pro-life? Every kid needs a toy. Every, every child in the womb, out of the womb, deserves a toy. And that's what we provide. They get hammered. They get destroyed. Um, Chick-fil-A comes to mind. They are pro-traditional marriage. And they've been attacked a million ways. And you know what? And everybody should learn from this. Local businesses, uh, corporations, you name it. What is Chick-fil-A's reaction every time they're attacked? I don't acknowledge you. You know what? I don't care. We have a great product. We're pro-traditional pro, pro, pro uh, traditional marriage. If you don't like it, nothing we can do about it. But we're going to come in and serve you. not doesn't matter if you're gay or not. Come in and buy the chicken. We're good, right? We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So they have the guts, and that's what needs to happen. Every time someone wants to, uh, you know, look, they they deal with the same way uh, with with controversy or people complaining the same way Target did. You know what? That's what we do. We want guys to be able to use women's bathrooms. You don't like it? Whatever. We're just gonna, we're going to go along with it. Uh, think how many look look at the NBA. They came out against uh, any kind of law that would have stopped a man claiming he's a woman. And using the women's bathroom or dressing room. The NBA. Oh yeah, look at all these organizations of pro-gay marriage. You can do whatever you want. They have no fear of doing that, yet there's a fear of saying I'm pro-life. Um, I don't know if Chick-fil-A says they're pro-life. You know they are. And the big thing, though, is they've donated, the old the old original founder, donated to pro, pro-traditional marriage causes. And all they've done is make money. The companies that spend too much time thinking about it and worrying about it and and cater, like look at all these companies that catered to the pressure of somehow being involved with the NRA. And now they're taking a hit. If they would have just ignored the crazies that were screaming, we're never going to do business with you. You never did in the first place. You know, we're not, we're going to ignore you. That's what happens. You ignore the crazies. They go away. They shout for a day or two and they go away. Uh, somebody called Ryan and said Hobby Lobby also. Yeah, Yeah. that's another one. And you know what? They're not going out of business, are they? Toys R Us really screwed up. You want to know something even crazier? Toys R Us, if you go to a secondvote.com, it has information about Toys R Us and what they support and don't support. No information about Second Amendment, environment, uh, marriage. They got 100 on the uh, Human Rights Commission Corporate Equality Index, Okay. On life, Toys R Us matches gifts to Susan G. Komen. The chapters in New York City and Minnesota. Breast cancer. Susan G. Komen continues to fund Planned Parenthood. Susan G. Komen claims that the money they give to Planned Parenthood are not used for abortions. That's that's what they claim. They say it's only used for breast cancer uh, treatment and research and anything else says, under no circumstances are Komen funds used for abortion or other non-breast health services. But as we've known with the James O'Keefe undercover videos, there's no way they can really, I mean, there's no separate pots. It all goes to Planned Parenthood. It's not like they can't use it here. Can't. They lie, too. They lie through their teeth. So Toys R Us kind of asked for this, too. They donated to an organization that funded Planned Parenthood. And they wonder why they're going out of business. Shouldn't they have the guts to stand up? You know who else? It's not a corporation. It's a person. Trump. Trump had the guts. Everything that was thrown this guy's way, you have to admit it. I've never seen another human being take more stuff thrown his way than Trump. And you know what he said? Whatever. Whatever. Because he had a message and he stuck to it and people supported the message. They didn't care about the outside noise. And that's a lesson that needs to be learned. I wish that there were more. I wish Toys R Us would have had the guts. To modernize and then talk about, you know, we need a consumer base. We need more babies. We're pro-baby. We're pro-life. But they didn't, and now they're gone. 733, now on KNST AM 790, and I got tweets. They'd get destroyed by the left. No kidding, they would. I'm not arguing on that, right? But who cares? Hobby Lobby doesn't back down, and their business grows. Chick-fil-A doesn't back down, their business grows. Uh, We'll continue. 734 on KNST AM 790. Uh, Doug Ducey. What Doug Ducey's plan is to keep school safe. Is it really going to keep school safe? Is this really a good plan? Uh, Is it overbearing? He wants police to be able to get in there and just take and confiscate firearms. Wait till you hear it. It's coming up right now. Here's Fox.
3: We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The morning ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk.
0: Okay. 742. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you didn't know. There was a shooting this morning at a high school in Maryland. Great Mills High School. Uh, I'm seeing reports right now. I'm getting reports. I'm getting flashes. Uh, ABC News has at least three injured, including the shooter. Um, a male student, it says here, um, a male student at the high school opened fire on a female student shortly after school started. A second male student was also shot. That's the three. Do you know what stopped the shooter? A school resource officer who had a weapon and fired it at the gunman. But guns aren't the answer. That's just coming out now. We'll have more on that in a second. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, the Republicans are just a bunch of, I mean, it doesn't, i you know, it, this makes you want to not go vote for them. They're a bunch of wimps. Even though they have the House, the Senate, the presidency, they don't fight for what they want. $1.3 trillion spending bill is going to be up for a vote, because if they don't do it by Friday, government shuts down, whatever. You know what's not in the $1.3 billion bill? I'm sorry, $1.3 trillion bill. You know what's not in that? $25 billion for a wall. But you know what they do do? They fully fund Planned Parenthood and sanctuary cities. And don't these jokers talk smack about those things? There's no fight. Nancy Pelosi doesn't have the power, and she continues to win. There's no wall. Planned Parenthood Sanctuary City sanctuary is funded. Thanks, Paul Ryan. Third thing I think you need to know, the operator. There was a person inside the self-driving Uber vehicle up in uh, Tempe that killed the lady. Didn't stop as she was crossing the road. Uh, there was a person inside. Still didn't control the vehicle. What the hell? And it turns out the person that was inside, 44-year-old Rafaela Vasquez, um, she uh, was a convicted armed robber. Spent three years, ten months in prison. Not saying that she can't do it, but it's weird. And apparently Uber has a track record of uh, hiring convicted felons. Yep, they came under fire for hiring felons. Colorado Public Utilities Commission company fined Uber's parent company $8.9 million last November because apparently they had almost 60 drivers with previously uh, previous felony convictions. And under Colorado state law, they can't have that kind of a job. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um... Really quick, we'll get to the Doug Ducey stuff in just a second, but this is from CNS News. Uh, Saint Mary's County Sheriff Tim Cameron, out there in Maryland, he told the NBC affiliate there again that um, the school resource officer fired his own weapon at the gunman, bringing violence to an end. <clears throat> Did he? Now I want to know, and we don't know. Was he actually in the same place? We we don't know the details as of yet. The gunman and the girl were critically injured. All three students at the hospital. Another male was shot. Uh, Great Great Mills is about 60 miles southeast of Washington, D.C., where the March for Our Lives is going to take place. Isn't that nice? That's the uh, gun control rally. Now, uh, considering this is what stopped it, it was a gun-free zone, by the way. Teachers were not permitted to have firearms there. Uh, What if a teacher did? Could they have stopped? I mean, thank God, you know, it could have been worse. Of course it could have been worse. Uh, what if the school resource officer wasn't that close by I and mean, how many are there is there one per school two per school? So if the school resource officer was able to stop again stop a bad guy with a gun by having a good guy with a gun that's what he did shouldn't you have more people that have firearms? Man um, it says here yesterday there was a there was a uh, a message. The baynet.com reported the principal of great mills high school sent a message to parents following. Um, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. There was, there was reports in the news from Southern Maryland, Maryland police on February 20th. So a month ago, investigated a threat on social media to shoot up great mills high school. That was a month ago. So the principal of the school sent a message to parents the following day on February 21st. Yesterday, we received a report that a student in the hallway during transitions overheard two students mention shooting and school. We interviewed the student with our school resource officer, viewed video, interviewed other students. The threat was not substantiated. And he wrote, again, February 21st, late last night, additional information was circulated quite extensively on social media about a potential threat at school today. Law enforcement was contacted, investigation conducted, included interviews with students, parents, all this stuff to talk about the validity of the threat. Um, it had not been validated at the time. The threat was not validated. They had additional security, all this other stuff. But again, it's a gun-free zone, right? It's a gun-free zone. Maryland has relatively strict gun control laws. As of October 1st, 2013, a Maryland resident must possess a valid handgun qualification license before purchasing, renting, or receiving a handgun. Maryland State Police say the sale or transfer of semi-automatic assault weapons is banned. Well, what's an assault weapon? Yeah, I know. Your hand is an assault weapon. Your bicep is, Ryan. We'll go with that. So, uh, yeah, more gun laws. That's I can't wait to talk to superintendent of Pima School, Pima County Schools, Dustin Williams. It's an elected position. If you don't know, he's a Democrat and uh, he was high fiving the students as they were walking out of class last week here uh, in, in uh, Tucson. Very excited. He said drastic times call for drastic measures, blah, 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 blah. So I have questions for him about that. And I'm glad that he's able to come on the show. Uh, now, here's the thing. They wouldn't give us his number. He's calling into us. I hope it continues. I'm sure he's listened, and he listens, and people have told him about me. And then I'm a jerk, but that's okay. I mean, just if you if you back the courage of your convictions and your beliefs, you have no problem answering questions, right? Right? Right. Exactly. Right. Now, Doug Ducey, we're running short on time here. Uh, but Doug Ducey has put out what he wants to do with no way of paying for it, and it does not include arming teachers, which I'm a fan of. And I'll ask. Uh, I- I'm sh- listen. I know that that superintendent Dustin Williams is not for that. Uh, but I have questions for him. Doug Ducey headline proposes limits on gun buys, other moves, blah blah blah. All right, so this is this is what he wants to do. He wants to uh, have something. They will have to do an acronym. Stop. What does stop stand for? Right. What what is stop? Severe threat order of protection. That's what he's calling this. It would uh, pave the way for a court hearing where a judge could order someone to be evaluated for up to 21 days during which a time uh, the person could not purchase or possess a gun. Uh, That would let family members, counselors, teachers, roommates petition a court for stop. So if you think someone's a danger, you petition that and then they they lose rights for 21 days. The plan could allow a six-month extension after the court order. And if a judge agrees, any guns would have to either be removed from the house or locked up so the person under stop uh, doesn't have access to him. He said uh, uh, his spokesman said Jared Loeffner was feared by his parents. His parents would take away his gun at night. They feared he was a danger to himself or others. Well, if they took away his gun at night. Why not take it away in the day? They had no way to do it. They said they if stop was there. They could have gotten some help. How do you take it away in the day? Throw it in a safe, leave it. What, are you afraid that he's going to not follow the law and not listen to what they want, get another gun and do do damage? Funny how that works, isn't it? Uh, We'll have more on this. 750, we'll continue. You can comment. 880 KNST, 880-5678. Got to get to also uh, students apparently claiming that, yes, St. Patrick's Day is cultural appropriation. Uh, We'll get to that coming up. KNST, aim 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word bank to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's banked to 200 200 Yeah! 808, it's Tuesday, it's March 20th. How you do it, 1000 bucks, 16 times a day, you have a chance to win 1000 bucks. I hope, I hope that you do win. It'd be cool if you did. Now again, there are, it's Garrett Lewis, I say that, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk, I can't say that enough, because nobody else will. It's true. It's true. Um, so thank you. So there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, a shooting this morning at a high school in Maryland. It was a gun-free zone, still is a gun-free zone, except, you know what stopped the shooter, amazingly enough? A good guy with a gun. A good guy with a gun, a school resource officer, happened to, I guess, be there. We'll find out more. Uh, uh, a man, a, a student, a male shot a female, they're both in critical condition, and another male happened to be shot as well. So three people shot, the shooter and two students, the shooter and the female critical condition. School resource officer, a guy with a gun, stopped them, neutralized them, ended it just like that. Do you think that the shooter would have gone to the school and done what he did and shot it up if he knew knew that more people had firearms? That's a great question, isn't it? Why do these things always happen in a gun-free zone? Second thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the Republicans are total wimps. Paul Ryan and the House have introduced a $1.3 trillion spending bill. The only thing that's bigger than that was Obama's stimulus or Obama's spending. So that, that's that's what I've read. Uh, $1.3 trillion. Can't you find $25 billion in the $1.3 trillion to fund the wall? Apparently, Paul Ryan can't. They don't want to try the Republicans. All right, can you at least defund Sanctuary City? Nope, nope. Sanctuary cities are funded fully under this Republican-controlled everything in D.C. What about Planned Parenthood? Can we stop funding Planned Nope, that's control. So you don't fund the wall, Republican. You might as well have Democrats in charge. They don't fund the wall. They fund Planned Parenthood. They fund sanctuary cities. What's the point of you even existing in D.C., Paul Ryan, you snake? Uh, third thing, and they got to vote on that by Friday, by the way. The government shuts down, which I'm okay with it, aren't you? Aren't you? Third thing. I think you need to know we're finding out more about the um, the, the the this whole accident that took place yesterday it freaks me out. Who the hell wants a self-driving car on the road? Get out of here. I know people make mistakes, too, but apparently this this self-driving Uber car up in Tempe ran over a woman. She was crossing the road 49 years old with a bicycle. Uh, it didn't account for it. The, these autonomous cars don't account for people doing unpredictable things. And it ran her over. Now we find out there was actually a person inside, just in case something bad happened. The person did nothing, and we find out even more: it's a 44 year old woman who spent almost four years in prison for armed robbery. Beautiful way to go, Uber. What a freaking company! What they they've got they they hire apparently they love hiring felons, convicted felons. I know they need a second chance. I get it. Oh yeah, three things I think you need to know. Um. <clears throat> Now, uh, we have more, again, about uh, about this story. Uh, let me where did, where did it go? Oh, I got to get my my uh, my tweet back. Um, this story really is incredible. And again, I can't remind you enough. 9.40 this morning. I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited for this. 9.40 this morning. Going to have Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams. He's an elected official, a Democrat. He was high-fiving the students as they walked out of class last week uh, for the 17-minute tribute. And it really was never really... Described that way, right, as a 17-minute ceremony to honor the victims of the Florida shooting. It was not. Uh, It was all about gun control. And even this guy was quoted as saying, drastic times, drastic measures, high five. yeah. Shouldn't he be somber? So I have questions for him about that. I have questions. He's supposed to join us. He's supposed to call in. Hope it happens. Hope it happens. Now I'm getting more. Uh, The sheriff out there in Maryland, in this county... Tim Cameron confirmed the shooting occurred this morning in a hallway by a Great Mills student who was eventually engaged by an armed resource officer. The shooter reportedly fired at a female student and another student was hit. Maybe it was a breakup. Who knows? An armed school officer then engaged the shooter with a firearm, the female student and the shooter remain in critical condition. So nobody else was shot by the school resource officer except the person that needed to be shot. Uh, Peggy Fox, a local TV reporter, tweeted, yes, uh, the sheriff, Sheriff Tim Cameron, on the shooting, it happened in the hallway. The shooter, a student, fired a female, another was hit. Armed school resource officer, a deputy exchanged shots with the shooter. So the exchange shot, wow. Wow. Now you just have to sit back and wonder, okay, if there was no... Armed school resource officer, if the guy couldn't get there in time, and people are in class and they just close the door and they hope for the best. Is that where you want to be? Is that where you want your kids? Do you want your kids to just? I hope the shooter doesn't come in here. We have no way to defend ourselves. I I, I just is that really what you want for your kids? It's a gun-free zone. You can get up to five years in prison if you bring a gun uh, on a campus in the state of Maryland. Yep. Um, A student, Jonathan Freeze, in that school, told CNN on the air he was in lockdown in a classroom. Officers were in the school. He said, I'm a little I'm still a little shaken up. I didn't really expect for this to happen. I do always feel safe, though, because they always have police at the school. Well, even with police, a shooting happened. Now, I know, well, you know, this isn't a hallway. What's a teacher supposed to do? They're in the cl- You're right. There is no magic bullet. There is no magic cure. But people need a chance, don't they? Of course, it would be chaotic if, it, if an armed teacher is walking. By. It's chaotic anytime somebody starts shooting. But a good guy with a gun stopped the bad guy. That's the point. That's about And again, it's a gun-free zone, so we'll never know this answer. But I'm wondering, okay, the state of Utah, have they had, I've not seen a school shooting in the state of Utah. There's a law that any any teacher can carry a concealed firearm in the state of Utah, and I believe they don't even have to tell administration. So students know campuses are not gun-free zones. I have not heard of a school in Utah getting shot up. Have you? So, um, I, I'm trying to figure out the logic. I just wanted to explain that all these questions I have. Um, all these questions I have for this superintendent of schools here in Pima County, Dustin Williams. 9.40 this morning. Uh, now, again, just to remind you also, the story that I tweeted out and I put on my Facebook page. Uh, there was a warning a month ago. Students said they overheard other students talk about school and shooting and they did investigations and it was all good. Nothing to see here. You better believe they're going to look back at that, right? You know they will. And Doug Ducey, put, again, put out his plan. What do you think of Ducey's plan? No way to pay for it. You know, there's a good chance this never even comes to fruition. Right? Democrats are not happy with this because Doug Ducey does not call for universal background checks. Yep. Doug Ducey said, uh, again, this plan is STOP. It's it's, It's the acronym, STOP. It would let family members, counselors, teachers, roommates petition a court for STOP. It stands for Severe Threat Order of Protection. It lets a court hearing happen where a judge could order someone to be evaluated for up to 21 days. During that time, the person could not buy or possess a gun. And then the judge could actually extend it for six months. Right, that, that can happen. If a judge agrees, any guns would have to be either removed from the house or locked up so the person under a stop order does not have access to them. Uh, they brought up Jared Loftner. He was feared by his parents. His, uh, the spokesman or policy advisor, Daniel Ruiz, said Luton, Loftner was feared by his parents. His parents would take away his gun at night because they feared he was a danger to himself or to others. Why just at night, right? Why just at night? So you have that. Um, teachers and counselors, apparently they, they, this is good. The governor's office says, blah, blah, blah. Uh, state rep, Dr. Randy freeze. He's the guy we played the sound bites last week. He's kind of a lunatic. It's frightening that he's a surgeon. Um, he's not happy with this. He said there's an obvious legal loophole because if a judge says you cannot legally buy a gun because you wouldn't pass See, here's the thing. It doesn't say you have to pass a background check. They just say you are not allowed to buy a gun. Would they show up in the background check? That's a good question. I don't know. If all of a sudden you, I mean, is there, you didn't commit a crime. Judge just says you can't buy it. Will you show up? I don't know. But uh, Randy Free says there's a loophole. You can go to a gun show or a private seller and get it without a background check. Now, Randy Freeze is literally dumb enough to think. That a crazy guy that wants a gun will somehow, a law will stop him from getting one. The crazy guy wants to get a gun. You think a private seller, a black market where a lot of criminals do get their firearms. Do you think that, uh, and that was a study on that. Uh, it was, I believe, the one that was done in, uh, was it North Carolina, Duke University? Or no, University of Chicago. We've talked about it so many times. Anyway, bad guys get guns from the black market and family and friends. Do you think they do background checks on each other? You think they're going to? Fo- Bad people do not follow the law, Randy. You're living in an alternate reality. So anyway, he says, why take away someone's weapon who's dangerous and allow them to walk around the corner and buy one at a gun show without a background check? Apparently, gun shows happen all the time in Randy Freeze's mind. All around the corner, too, by the way. And a lot of people at gun shows that sell them are FFLs, and even though it's at a gun show, they're required to do a background check. Does Randy Freeze even know that? But hey, you should listen, Randy, you should be okay with this. If they're not allowed to buy a gun, they're not allowed to buy a gun. And they should follow the law, right? So it's not good enough. You say they're not going to follow the law when they're told they're not they, they can't buy a gun. They could go to a private person and buy a gun. We need to make it illegal. They'll follow that law now. This is how insane Randy Freeze is. So Ducey wants to apparently close the uh, loopholes in the current background check system because the state's computerized criminal history database has less than two-thirds of the actual criminal records. Isn't that frightening? That's because it's antiquated paper filing systems. So that state system feeds into the national database used by gun dealers to, to determine if someone is legally entitled to buy a gun, have a firearm, everything else, blah, blah, blah. Ducey wants to put six hundred grand a year for three years to update the system. Daniel Hernandez, who again almost, uh, uh, I mean... He helped Gabby Giffords. He put pressure on her, but then I heard he almost killed her in that same aspect, whatever. He's now a state rep representing Tucson because we're insane down here. And he said, yes, this also comes up short because anyone can buy firearms at gun shows. If people don't take part in in the process and are not subject to a background check, what good is it to invest 600 grand in taxpayer dollars to fix a system if you're not going to make people use it? Again, bad people don't follow laws. Uh huh. So, who knows if he'll get Democrats to back it? Who knows if he'll even find money to pay for it? The plan also proposes public schools to bill Medicaid for mental health services for students whose family income qualifies for that. That's fifty grand a year for family of four. Uh, he wants, um, he wants more counselors. All this stuff. Um, more school resource officers, which is police, of course. Uh, who's going to pay for that? They have no idea. Governors looking at some no cost options, like allowing schools to use retired police officers and others who are still certified law enforcement officers as volunteers. All right. You have that and proposals to ensure the schools have plans in place for active shooter situations. I love that. Hey, let's come up with an idea to stop a guy with a gun when we don't have a gun. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. We'll get your reaction coming up. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. Don't go anywhere. Uh, it is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Only two. Well, <laughs> you and the Don. You're tied with the Don. It's okay.
4: Yeah, that's all right. Um, <laughs> so I got that going for me. Yeah, which
0: is which is nice. Which
4: nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, during my divorce, going to court, my ex-wife told me told the judge she feared for her life. I owned this shotgun with a 30-inch barrel, a hunting shotgun. The judge made me remove it from my house. Well, and what had happened was, as I had started dating, We, my first ex-wife and I had bought a house. She moved out with her boyfriend. When I started seeing a woman, she told the courts I had the shotgun. They had me remove it from the house. She entered the house at nighttime while we were sleeping, me and my girlfriend. What? Her and his, yeah. They would enter the house, make a bunch of noise, to scare the crap out of her because I slept in a tri-level. Okay. The bedrooms were all on the third floor.
0: Okay, hang on. Sorry. It's, uh, you dumped, okay. You can't. I get it. We're, we're adults. You can't say it like that, though, Dean. <clears throat> you think, uh. Yeah. Dean, just do me a favor. Don't curse, all right, buddy? Is that cool? It's All okay. right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. I know you're good. But, okay. uh, Please don't. Yeah. The delay is so, building again.
4: On their word, they had me, on her word, the court had me remove my gun from the house so she could therefore enter the house and terrorize me so she wouldn't get shot.
0: Wow. <laughs> Now, let me ask you, this is insane. Did you go to the judge and say, she's breaking into my home and I can't even protect myself?
4: <laughs> um, well, by by that time, she, I had changed the lock. She went back to court and demanded a key because her name was on the on the title.
1: Ugh.
0: Let me ask you this, because <laughs> I've, ne- I've never <laughs> gone through this. Did somebody come check your home to make sure you removed your shotgun, or was it based on your word?
4: It was based on my word. But, you know, this, oh, this was like yeah. 20-some years ago, almost 30 years ago. So there wasn't all this stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? So then they, I guess they assumed because I owned one and I was a, a law-abiding citizen, I would follow their law, which I did. Exactly. Which made me vulnerable to my ex-wife and her sister who were breaking into our house.
0: Exactly. <laughs> wow, what a unbelievable. Hey, man, Dean, thanks for sharing, man. Oh, that's incredible. I mean, again, it seems like the good people are always the one. That are, uh, that are getting, they would follow the law and the bad people don't. And the good people are always in danger. That's just not right. It, not right. It, it's not. Okay. So,
4: Dean, I, that, I, I just yeah. wanted to share that. I'm sorry about the swear. That's okay. Realize. Listen,
0: <laughs> that's okay. It happens. I'm with you.
4: It's, it, it's early.
0: Exactly. For you. <laughs> I've been up for five and a half hours now. It's okay. Dean, have a good one, man. Thank you very much. Put me over there, Ryan, if you don't mind. Oh, I mean, there you go. And a law-abiding guy getting, uh, scared off. What if, what if his ex-wife had a brought up, would have brought a gun? He couldn't defend himself. I mean, it's just dumb. I, I was thinking to myself, Dean, don't you own a bat or something? I mean, anything. I'd rather not bring a bat to a gunfight, but I know what you're saying. If you got to defend yourself, uh, let, you with know what you got. Let me play the uh, Channel 4 affiliate out there in Maryland, uh, WRC television this morning with the sheriff, Tim Cameron, at this school in Maryland where there, where there was a shooting. Again, uh, a, a male student shot a female student, and apparently another male student was hit with a bullet as well. Uh, and then a school resource officer came to the rescue. Good guy with a gun took down the shooter. The shooter and the girl are in critical condition. The other student's also in the hospital, not in critical condition. He's doing all right. Uh, Listen to the sheriff describe it. Here we go.
1: Take us back uh, to how this started. You're saying this one student came to school like it was a normal day, and at some point in the hallway, he pulled this gun and and confronted a, a, a girl at school?
2: Yes, yes, um, uh, that's uh, the scenario as I understand it. Beginning of the school day, shooter deploys a, a weapon, fires a round, uh, shoots and injures a female student. Another student is hit uh, by a round. Um, and then immediately uh, the shooter was engaged by our school resource officer who was inside the school and was alerted uh, by staff and students to the sound of the gunfire. I, I wish
0: they would have asked, how far was he? Was he close? Was he not close? He had to be alerted. I mean, if schools weren't gun-free zones, maybe this wouldn't happen. And it's not to be there were 1,600 students in this school. Is there one armed officer? Again, there's no magic cure. I'll talk to the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams, about all this and his high-fiving students as they walked out to protest. And by the way, shouldn't this have not happened? I mean, they had the big walkout last week. Shouldn't that have influenced all these... these Bad students that they shouldn't do this. There's already a law against this. You can't shoot anybody. You can't bring a gun to school. All these laws. You need more laws to stop these people. Then they'll listen. Eight thirty-four. Coming back in about uh, uh, six minutes. David Hogg. We got to hear it. He has, apparently he is making comments. You got to hear the latest one about uh, what he is facing. Why he why people won't believe him that there need there needs to be more gun control. And college students saying yes, St. Patrick's Day. If you celebrate it, you're not Irish. You're bad. It's coming up. Here's Fox. <laughs> All right, 842, how you doing? Everything good? Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, at Gary Lewis on Twitter. I put up the stories, my favorite story of the day, about a women's college telling professors to not call the students women. And all women's college, don't call them women. It's offensive. I swear, you you can't make up that stuff. We'll, we'll get into that again. You. That's there. The story about a good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun at a, a high school this morning. It's all there. Three things I think you need to know. That's one of them. A, uh, a male student showed up at a high school in Maryland that was a gun-free zone, ignored the rules and laws, brought the gun onto the school zone, even though he knew he'd get five years in prison for doing it, shot a girl, bullet apparently also hit a guy. Uh, they had to go tell the school resource officer. He got there, took out his gun, and stopped the shooter. The girl and the shooter and. They're in uh, critical condition. The other uh, person who was hit seems to be okay. All at the hospital. Second thing, I think you need to know, Republicans are wimps. $1.3 trillion spending bill introduced by Paul Ryan. He's fiscally conservative. Yeah, where are, the, where are they, uh, the never-Trumpers that claim that Trump's not a conservative and they love Paul Ryan, who spends like a drunken friggin' sailor, right? It uh, doesn't have the guts, the huevos, to stand up to the Dems and say, we're not funding these stupid programs. We're paying for the military. And the wall. No, no. Instead, the Republican spending bill to keep the government open as of Friday, if they vote on it, uh, will fully fund Planned Parenthood sanctuary cities and give zero dollars to the wall. It's like the Dems are in charge. Uh, The third thing that I think you need to know that uh, that autonomous car, the self-driving Uber vehicle up in Tempe that ran over the 49 year old and killed her. It couldn't figure out to stop. It had a person inside it, too, just in case things go haywire. And That person didn't do anything. And then we find out the person inside is a 44-year-old convicted felon. 44-year-old chick. Didn't call her a woman. I want to offend her. Uh, Convicted of armed robbery. Spent almost four years in the clink. Uh, Uber, they hire nice people. I know they're not all convicted felons, but apparently they got in trouble in Colorado for hiring convicted felons as a law. Convicted felons cannot be uh, rideshare drivers. Anyway that's the latest from there three things I think you need to know and that who the hell wants these stupid cars um uh on the uh, on the road who trusts them I don't trust them poor 49 year old doesn't trust them so we have that which is nice all right I want you to hear let's go back let's play the uh, David Hogg and Cameron Kasky soundbite these guys just don't go away uh, all right they uh they're at some kind of a they were, I don't even know what, what what were they what were they? who that where were they were? It was them and a few other of these students, and they're just sitting around. They're being videotaped talking about gun stuff, right? And they make some of the stupidest comments you'll ever hear. You ready? You ready for this? You ready for it? David Hogg and at the end Cameron Caskey. Here we go.
5: I think one of the greatest obstacles that we face, though, with this movement is the fact that there is a lot of um, racial disparity in the way that this is covered. If this happened in a place of a lower socioeconomic status, or a place where um, like a, a, a black community, no matter how well those people spoke, I don't think the media would cover it the same. And I think it's important that we point that out as Americans wow. and realize that. Because we have to use our white privilege now to make sure that all of the voices oh. that have, all of the people that have died as a result of this and haven't been covered the same can now be heard. It's, it's, it's sad, but it's true.
1: It's, it's, the
5: spotlight is on us. And it's awful, and it's a horrible thought that it's that we're an affluent community, that's why Initially, everybody followed this so closely because this happens every day other places.
0: It happens every day. It happened, happened today. It wasn't a mass shooting, but something happened. Happens every day. High school's getting shot up, according to Cameron Kasky. Of course, the actual study from Northeastern University showed that schools are safer now than they were in the 90s. How do we go? Let's go back. Listen, David Hogg is not wrong. They don't. The media does not cover the shootings uh, on the south side of Chicago, black-on-black violence, they don't cover the shootings in uh, Baltimore. They don't cover the shootings in Detroit like they should. And there's a reason for that. Why don't people understand this? It's not racism. They're trying to hit demographics for ratings, okay? They're looking at who watches the news the most. People with money that care about what's going on. People that don't have money that don't care what's going on. doesn't matter what color you are. What's going to relate to people the most, right? Who watches? You get judged by who watches and listens by the commercials. So if all of a sudden... Uh, and by the way, you don't want to advertise to people that have no money to spend. So that, uh, this is a dirty list. It's true. It's not racist. Not anything. It's true. They all do it to make money. So the little nitwit David Hogg is right about that. But to say he's, we need to use our white privilege to get the message out? How the hell? I'm white. I don't know how to do this. How I want to know. If you could some, he thinks that using his white privilege, he could force people to listen to what he has to say to get gun control passed and why it's important, right? If somehow that is true, I want to use my white privilege to influence my wife to do stuff. I'm white. Why can't I do this? Ryan, you're not white. You can't do this. No, but you can help spread the word by taking
1: me to lunch and telling me about there
0: it. There we go. There's the privilege.
1: But that's how it works. You have all the money and the power. Oh, my God. Now you can take the a dog sl- whistle. Oh,
0: please. <laughs> 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 I, you know Give what? Give me the money. What? I,
1: I listened to this kid, and I, I just started thinking to myself, I just feel like this kid's been poisoned by something. It's like- Has he, or is he- don't is know. He,
0: he might be a lunatic that actually believes this stuff. I don't to know. To me, when does he go to school? All he does is travel around and talk to the media. Is that school even open? Yeah. Okay. Truancy, arrest them anyway. And then the other one happens every day, every day, every every, every what? Every day? Are you kidding me? We'll have to do the. We'll do it at nine ten this morning the Irish. Uh, um. Uh, uh, cultural appropriation, paint St. Patty's Day. Yes, we'll do that. That actually happened on a college campus. Let me go back to to this other thing first. Um. This uh, this story that's on my Facebook page, my Twitter page. It's all there. <clears throat> Again, this might be one. This is one of my all time favorite college stories. Uh, the headline itself, and this is just this is absolutely phenomenal. All women's college asks professors to not call students women, and all I'm not making up this. And all women's college instructing their professors to not call students women. What else would you call them? Would you call them this? Could, it, could it, You could do that. Hey, sweet cheeks. That one, could that work? I mean, that's got to be acceptable, right? You want to call them women? What are you going to call them? Wait till you hear why. We'll get that to you coming up in five. And again, don't forget Pima County Superintendent uh, Dustin Williams is going to be on the show uh, in less than an hour at 940 to talk about why, among other things, why he was high-fiving students as they walked out of class to go protest uh, for gun control. Oh, yeah. High-fiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have questions for him. Hopefully he will call us like uh, his uh, assistant said he would. We'll see. Uh, 850, I'll tell you about this uh, all-female college, all-chick college, which, by the way talk about a just a miserable group of people if women only want to hang out with women they're angry and they're mean just telling you it's true cuz women are mean to women they hate other women it's like it's like scorpions put them in a jar they want to kill each other it's like the same thing at the chick colleges oh really 850 we'll continue in five Don't Dynasty, drag me into Am 790 this. I need some help Tucson's most stimulating talk flash radio you're shot at one thousand dollars now text the word win to 200200 you'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio radio info standard data and message rates apply that's win to 200200. I meant to say that earlier to you. Hi, it is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. I saw that at 3.30. Oh, yesterday? Oh, this, this morning. morning. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. I I meant to tell you at 3.30. I'm glad you saw Anyway, a <laughs> guy that's been on the show before who has a great legal mind, Joe DiGenova, uh, was hired by President Trump today to be on his uh, legal team. Uh, We just thought that was kind of cool, considering he's been on the show, to give perspective and all that stuff. You know, we get some players on this show. We get some ballers. Should I call him? What? You have his number. I think I do. Hey, Joe! Joe, you got a minute? Hey, Joey! All right, three things I think you need to know. Number one, another school shooting today in Maryland, a high school. It is a gun-free zone. Yet a male student brought a gun onto the campus, right? So apparently, again, Rachel Sedgwick, the TUSD school board member, her idea of, you know, if we just tell them it's illegal and they could face big, big trouble and be expelled if they bring a gun onto campus, that's a deterrent. Apparently, this wasn't a deterrent. Uh, five years in prison is what you can get. Five years in prison. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, still doesn't matter. Gun-free zone. He shoots a girl. Uh, a bullet, I guess, on a ricocheter. He hit a boy as well. They told the school resource officer. He ran down there, took out his gun, exchanged shots. He shot the shooter. So the shooter was disabled by, in a gun-free zone by a man, a good man, licensed, allowed to have a gun on campus. A school resource officer. Good guy with a gun takes down a bad guy with a gun. You know what would really have probably taken him down if you hide in the classroom? Right? Close the door. Pull the blinds? Yeah, pull the blinds. Yep. Okay. Second thing I think you need to know if Republicans want to lose, they'll continue to do more stuff like this. This is called keeping the base away. Are they doing it on purpose? Trump needs to open his stinking mouth. $1.3 trillion spending bill. Paul Ryan's house has introduced it, needs to be voted on and approved by Friday to keep the government open. One point three trillion dollars. You think somewhere in one point three trillion there'd be twenty five billion for a wall, right? Let the fight it out with the Democrats. Let them tell the American public why we don't need it. Nope. It's not even in there. But Planned Parenthood is fully funded and so are sanctuary cities. It's as if Nancy Pelosi is the speaker, right? Seems that way, huh? Uh, Third thing, I think you need to know the self-driving car, the Uber car up in Tempe that ran over a woman. uh, Uber suspended it. uh, They had a a person in in the vehicle. Like just in case it goes haywire, a person is in these self-driving vehicles. Person didn't stop. Did they not pay attention? Were they drunk? We don't know. Turns out we found out, though, the person in the vehicle is a 44 year old convicted felon, a female who spent almost four years in prison for armed robbery. Okay. Three things that you need to know. Now, um, we have some things to play for you. Uh, we'll get to the cultural appropriation in just one second. This first this is uh, David Hogg. We just played a uh, soundbite a minute ago. He said that uh, the media wouldn't cover the shootings in Florida like they had if it was minorities. And I think he's right. But again, he doesn't get it. It's not a race thing. It's a, we need to give stuff that our demographic, that watches the news, can relate to. And they can relate to this. Uh, they don't really relate to the south side of Chicago shooting that kind of stuff. It's sad but true. We've talked about on this show how bad it is in Chicago, and the media ignores it. We've talked about, it. Trump's talked about it. You want to call the media racist? Go ahead. I think it's because they're just trying to, uh, when you do this, when you do this job, whether you're on TV news, talk radio, a music station, you do things, and I'm giving away the secret sauce a little bit, but it's obvious. You do things that relate to your audience. That's why they tune in. That's why when you go to a dry cleaner, they dry clean clothes. You don't go to a dry cleaner and they're making soup. You'd be like, that's kind of weird. It's kind of strange. You don't go to an Italian place and order order a uh, beef and broccoli. That's just not right. So Chinese buffets are terrible because they have like pizza and French fries. It's it's, it's dumb. Anyway, so he said uh, he needed to use white privilege to get the word out, and his uh, cohort Cameron Kasky, another whacked out student there from this school, uh, said that uh, these school shootings happen every day. Now one did happen today. Every day, it's a bit much. Especially since the, we now that know from Northeastern University that schools are now safer. According to a Northeastern University study, schools are safer now than they were in the 90s. That's what it comes down to. So anyway, David Hogg understands politics. He totally understands politics. Uh, You want to know how? Why? Netflix. This guy has credibility. Listen to what he said. Do you want my map over there? Here we go. I think, speaking of House of
5: Cards, that show, one of the main messages that it sends is that politics is spectacle. After Spoiler alert. Um, after Zoe Barnes is killed, oh, Claire yeah. immediately... No. are we special oh.
3: show? Sorry. I'm a little behind. Okay, okay. You're so, having that, a good time. It's the most controversial thing that's ever come okay, out. <laughs> so
5: after one of the characters is killed, Claire immediately turns to a mirror and starts putting on makeup. <laughs>
6: We're she, live, so he just... <laughs>
5: she starts putting on makeup, and what that symbolizes is how politics is spectacle.
0: Hmm. That's in real life, too. Yeah. So, listen, because he saw it on House of Cards, it's exactly how it happens in real life. The vice president would totally uh, go without any protection, a trench coat and a hat, go to the subway system in Washington, D.C., and push his lover in front of a train. It's exactly what would happen. Wow. Uh that's how he knows things are weird in Washington, D.C. Of course, the whole idea of the FBI and intelligence agencies being used to spy on your political opponent, that actually is happening. It's not in Netflix. Ignore that. So uh, as he he says, believe me, I have credibility about guns, and I know what I'm talking about politics because I watched House of Cards. Yeah, that happened. That happened. Um. Okay. <clears throat> So anyway, uh, really quick, there's, uh, there's news. The Daily Mail is now reporting that the student shooter in Maryland has died during the exchange of fire with the armed resource officer after walking into the Maryland high school and shooting a 14-year-old boy and a 16-year-old girl. They're both fighting for life. This is what it says from the Daily Mail. The gunman opened fire just before classes started Tuesday morning. He shot the female. He shot the male. The school's resource officer intervened. He was told he had to get down there, and he shot them. Uh, It says here, the sheriff said the gunman fired a shot simultaneously, and it's unclear which shot killed the gunman. The gunman was taken to the hospital, pronounced dead at 1041 a.m. Eastern time. I have not heard that reported yet, but there. And last month, just so you know, last month, they were parents very upset very worried they reached out to the baynet.com because kids their kids were told about a shooting threat at the school and that was February 20th the principal sent a letter home to, to students or email February 21st and he sent it home to parents and students said the the threat was investigated and it was not uh, there was it was unsubstantiated we found no evidence this was actually going to happen I wonder if it's the same student the same thing we're gonna find out more and I predict that uh, students heard two students talking about school and shooting. And there were interviews done, everything. How much do you want to bet it's going to be the shooter? Right? How much do you want to bet? Right? Um, Now, this is what's strange. Uh, The sheriff said the shooter shot and the school resource officer shot at the same time. And he said, we don't know which shot killed him. So does that mean the shooter committed suicide? Did he shoot at the school resource officer or do he see him? And he's like, that's it. I'm just going to kill myself. We don't know. Uh, there'll be another press conference coming up at about uh, 10 a.m. our time, and that's when they are going to possibly identify the now dead shooter in the high school where, again, gun free zone, gun free zone. Uh, NBC Washington said it was unclear if there was any relationship between the shooter and his two victims. We don't know. Uh, this is not what happened with the Broward County guy, that, uh, sheriff's deputy, the school resource officer. Cameron said, of course, he was the sheriff. He was upset. He said, you trained to respond to this. You hope you never have to. It's your worst nightmare. Um, and it was so quickly as that the school resource officer responded engaged. There's grievous injuries to two students. Yep, there you go. What made him do it? One woman picked up her kids from school. She said she wouldn't force them back. She said, homeschool, the internet, they're not going back. And that's something, I mean, schools, listen, schools are in it to make money too. That's why they want uh, illegal immigrants. That's why they want to crack down. More butts in seats, more money from the feds. Maybe they need to provide and compete and provide a better, secure location. If they want parents to put their kids back into schools. Man. A senior, Terrence Rames, told the Baltimore Sun he knew exactly what was happening. He heard a loud crack while standing outside his first period class. He started running towards a nearby bathroom, but realized it was a dead end. So then he turned around, headed for the nearest exit where he saw a girl fall to the ground out of the corner of his eye. He said, I thank God I'm safe. I just want to know who did it and who got injured. Another student, Molly Davis, tweeted, she heard a loud sound and everyone started screaming and running. You'll never, she said, you'll never think it'll be your school and then it is. Great Mills is a wonderful school and somewhere I'm proud to go. Why us? Why us? 880 KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. Um. Again, why are these always happening at gun free zones? Uh, unfortunately, it's uh, ironic timing. Ironic timing about uh, having the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams, on when he calls in in about 20 minutes here on KNST, AM 790. Um, Let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello, Mike.
6: Hey, good morning, Garrett. What's happening? Hey, I just want to follow uh, Mr. Hogue's logic there for a bit. If he's watching... uh, House of Cards on Netflix when he should be doing homework, <laughs> wow. and uh, everything he says is true by virtue of him saying it because of what he's seen online. um... I saw a movie with Nicole Kidman in which she was as a teacher sleeping with a bunch of male students. Oh yeah. So my question to Mister Hogue is: How many uh, young female teachers has he gone ahead and committed acts of uh, uh, well, acts that are illegal as a minor? And as he has said in his previous. Uh, statements in front of the Florida Capitol. He's a child, and his colleagues are children. Yeah. Um, I also saw a movie called The Babysitter, in which a female high school student got together with some other female colleagues and ran what was more or less a, a brothel. She became a madam. So I'm curious, Mr. Hoag, based upon my seeing of that video on Netflix, how much of a pimp are you in that mm. co- uh, Florida school? Because you clearly don't need to be in class, as evidenced by your many, many interviews across the country and across the nation. And uh, if he doesn't have a job and he's not in class, he's clearly making some kind of income. So I believe he's a pimp. What well, say you? Uh,
0: I, uh, I, I, I say this. If the, uh, the teacher, the hot teacher, sleep with the, uh, the underage students, was that wrong? Because if anybody told me, I'm just kidding. I'm going Costanza. Thank you for the phone call. I get what you're saying. Um it just adds to the stupidity of this guy, and it adds to the media losing even more credibility by giving a guy credibility who says he knows politics is messed up by watching House of Cards. We know it's messed up by the actual politicians lying through their teeth. But he goes by House of Cards. Well, there's that. Uh 921. We'll talk about uh St. Patrick's Day coming up. I've been teasing it all morning. I'll put it on my Facebook page. It'll be there for you. Uh, students asked, what does St. Patrick's Day mean to you? And when they give the, of course, the answer that you know they're going to give, well, what if you're not Irish? Wait till you hear these students back down because they're a bunch of snowflakes. It's coming up in about 5, Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two. Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Okay. nine twenty six. thank you for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. Uh, Pima County Superintendent Dustin Williams coming up in about... 13 minutes here on KNST. Sunny, high of about 80 today. Uh, Remember, Easter Sunday, you could spend it with Old Tucson. Yeah, Old Tucson's Easter weekend. Uh, They have their signature stunts for entertainment. They have kitty rides, a petting zoo. You can win a four-pack of tickets at KNST.com. And, by the way, if you don't win them, you can still go. Buy one, get one free admission on Easter Sunday at Old Tucson. Uh, So, good old campus reform, baby. They did it again. You got to love it. Uh, I was joking around last week. Hey, when are colleges, universities going to send around uh, information about uh, warnings, warnings, I should say. Don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day unless you're actually Iris. If you if you celebrate it and you get drunk and everything else, you're appropriating culture. They say that about Cinco de Mayo, about Halloween. You can't offend people, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. Right. Well, uh, good old campus reform decided to ask people about this. This is this is just fantastic. Um they were I think they were in New York City. Uh talking to students, college students about this. And uh you know of course in the beginning of the video they said well what do you think what is St Patrick's day about what comes to mind drinking 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 well then this happened here we go hit play. Do you think that
3: is committing cultural appropriation?
0: If you drink on uh, not
3: Irish what? If you're just using it as an excuse to drink then I definitely see that as cultural appropriation.
6: I guess it could be perceived as that. I don't like when people do it to my culture, so it's just kind of like, how can I say I don't like people to do it to my culture and then do it to someone else's?
3: Do you think when people celebrate that way that it's cultural appropriation? Uh, hmm. I honestly don't know. Why aren't we talking about cultural appropriation for St. Patrick's Day? What's your thought on that? I I honestly have never really even like thought about it, but like I oh, can now. definitely see like where they're coming from It's like everyone just like makes a big deal out of it and like makes it like a day to get drunk when it's like a big deal to them mm. Like a different way like that's always really tough. Easy. I feel like that's like a really yeah. Touchy subject. Touchy. I don't like to like make an assumption about that when I'm not Irish oh. Honestly, it might be <laughs> Would you be willing to potentially curtail the way you celebrated the holiday to avoid offending Irish-Americans?
5: Yeah. Now that, oh, I mean, honestly, like if I put wipes. more thought into it, definitely. Oh, I feel yeah. like it should be more like people
0: like should what? talk about it more. Sure, it sure.
5: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean,
3: it should definitely be put out there.
5: Pause Not really.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, I should. Uh, yeah, because the uh, camera's in my face. I, I. Totally, totally. As soon as the camera's gone, I'm like, screw that guy. I'm going to get drunk. That's what they're going to do. But cameras in the face, I have to appear smart. That's why polls. It's hard to trust polls. Let's continue.
3: Out there, not really like educating yourself on like why it's celebrated, then it could be offensive. Okay. Does yeah. anyone know why St. Patrick's Day is celebrated, though? Not really. Do you know? <laughs> not really. But, oh, but I, are you allowed but I to celebrate? <laughs> are you allowed to celebrate then if you don't know? You could celebrate, but it's just like. He should be educated What would be your message to an Irish American student on campus That felt offended when they saw people celebrating the holiday And getting drunk and not actually being Irish Um, we're not bad people I mean, we don't know a lot about your culture And we're sorry, but, you know I don't know Does that same thing apply for them celebrating cultures that they aren't a part of? Um Yes, mm. I, I
6: don't
0: know. Um, uh, mm. hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Once they get hit with the PC stick, they get very, very nervous. Cameras, oh yeah, I, I can't. Why can't you just sit back and say, listen, I don't know about it. Maybe I'll find out about it now, but I'm going to go have a good time. You want to know why? I've never heard an Irish person complain, okay? Listen, the Irish bars, they want you to come in. All the bars, they want you to come in. Same thing on Cinco de Mayo. You ever hear of a Mexican restaurant say don't come here unless you're Mexican? It's just stupid. Uh, but there, there is your ultimate PC stuff right there. I'll put that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. I'll put it at KNST.com. I'll tweet it out at Gary Lewis. Oh, yeah, it's all there for you. Uh, we'll continue. 931 now on KNST AM 790. Uh, coming up, we're good? Okay. Uh, Pima County Superintendent Dustin Williams high-fiving people, high-fiving students as they left class last week. Very excited. Students were walking out to protest guns. Supposed to be to honor the victims of 17 minutes. We all know what it was about. We'll ask him about that and some more things when he joins us. Again, about uh, seven, eight minutes right here on KNST. Right now, it's Fox. Up in Mesa. Well, she's from Mesa. She killed her in Tempe on Mill Avenue. Uh, the, the automatic car, the autonomous car just didn't stop. They can't really account for people. Not, I guess, following the law, jaywalk, whatever it might be. Uh, then we find out there was a person inside it just in case something happened. I guess they take over. Uh, they they didn't. Nobody knows if she was drunk. The person inside turns out she's also a convicted felon for armed robbery. Uh, spent almost four years in the clink. Wow. Strange story. Three things I think you need to know. Um, listen, I'm glad, uh, that we can talk about this. Uh, there was a big walkout across the country, happened here in uh, Pima County as well. Students walking out, uh, supposed to be to honor the 17 victims down there in Parkland uh, in Florida. Um, it was a, you know, let's face it, though, it was a big, big, big pro-gun control. We need new gun laws, pro-gun control situation. Uh, and the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, Dustin Williams, was there. And he was high-fiving students, and he joins us now on KNST. Dustin, thanks for the time this morning. I appreciate it.
2: Uh, Garrett, thank you. Thank your listeners for following in with you. Really appreciate the time to talk about uh, the crisis we're in in this nation with school violence.
0: Well, okay, so let's let's talk about this. I read in the local paper, and you could say if it's incorrect or not, but it says here that you were high-fiving students as they left class to walk outside. They left the learning experience, which is why they go to school. Why were you high-fiving and so happy about that?
2: Well, I'd tell you what, number one, uh, Tragedy this morning, my heart goes out, my prayers to all the families um, for any gun violence. And number two, the voices of our students are so important. And uh, the morning of the walkout, there was an organized walk. Technically, the students didn't really leave the school ground. They actually did an organized walk that went around the school. It ended in the auditorium where they had a question and answer and an intimate conversation with their superintendent principal. And I was really just there to encourage the students that we we care about them, we care about their voices, their voices so often are not heard enough, and then to commend them on such an organized rally. It was was professional. They came back uh, after their walk just around the campus to the school. And if that's how our students are going to show their voices and do it in a safe manner, we want to make sure that we're encouraging them to do it that way. And that's why I was really there that day. That's why I was really happy to support them to make sure that they know that we care about them and that we want to hear what they have to say. We care about what they have to say, but we want to make sure they do it in an organized, safe manner. So So that's what I was really doing that morning, Garrett.
0: Okay. So if students said we want to have a pro-life walkout to draw attention to that, would you be okay with that as well?
2: You know, that's just something that I, I wouldn't be sure about You know, those are different views that are, have nothing in, in regards to the gun violence. So uh, at this time, I can't really give you an answer as far as if it was a pro-life walkout or uh, any other walkout, but I can tell you that when it comes to gun violence on campus, I am uh, 100% uh, in favor of having these discussions and then talking about what is the real issue here, what is really going on in this nation that we are having students and we are having people... uh, Bringing a gun on campus and then uh, killing individuals—I mean, these, these families are just, you know, becoming crippled from this. It's—it's just—it's awful. It just needs to stop. We need to have some sort of reform. I don't know what that is. I think—I think it's good we're having these these discussions. I think it's good that uh, you're making it a point on your radio that it's an importance to you and, and your listeners. And then our steps are really at uh, the leadership role, which is our governor, and he just came out with a new plan. So uh, I commend him on coming out with the conversation and coming up with a plan. Next steps are getting together with the local leaders, uh, myself, elected leaders. and. uh, Okay. So so let
0: me me ask you this, and we have Pima County Superintendent of Schools Dustin Williams on KNST AM 790. Uh, We had lots of teachers over the last couple of weeks uh, call in and say that uh, they wish they could – Arm themselves. Some are former military. I mean, there are people that haven't been in the military, but just grew up with firearms. They know how to use it. Would you be okay if teachers had to go through all kinds of training, everything overseen by law enforcement, everything else? Would you be okay if they carry concealed to be able to defend themselves and students if a shooter happened to come into the classroom?
2: That's a great question. Um, glad you asked it. As the elected leader here in Pima County, I am not in favor of of teachers being armed. Uh, What I'd really like to see is an emphasis with a partnership with uh, our our local experts, our sheriffs, our police officers, um, a really, really high quality uh, SRO system for our schools, Security Resource Officer, that really works in, in depth with the students Not necessarily policing the students, but really developing a conversation and a relationship with the students for where if a student has a question, notices something different, they can come up in a private situation with that SRO, have a conversation. I'd like us to see that route first. I would like us to exhaust all measures, um, come up with a sustainable funding mechanism, For our professionals, which is our law enforcement, and that's really, quite honestly, Garrett, the direction I would like to go first before we talk about arming our teachers that are extremely, um, obviously, overworked, underpaid, and now asking them to... Well, what if they they want
0: want to? I mean, that's the thing you say, you're asking them. They've actually volunteered and said, I can do this, I know this. But aside from that, are you aware of how many states do allow teachers to carry concealed in this country?
2: Um. Up the top of my head, I don't have that answer. Okay, it's, it's 18.
0: 18 Eight, states.
2: 18 out of, okay, 18 states. 18 states. So, like, um, there are over
0: 170 districts in Texas. There's over 40 in Ohio. There's five in California. There's 12 in Colorado. I can go on and on. Sure. Um, in the state of Utah, they actually have a law that says any teacher can carry concealed, uh, and they don't even have to tell administration. And that's one state where you never hear of any, any actual school shootings. Um, do you think that gun-free zones invite people to come in and shoot people because they know nobody can stop them?
2: You know, I don't think so. I think what we have here is I think we have a much deeper issue. I think we need to start talking about uh, what are we doing for mental illness in the schools? What does that look like? Looking at a needs assessment for are we making sure that students are um, available of resources are they, do they have an outlet to have a discussion? Um, so much of our time in school today is centered around standardized testing and very little about the, the, the holisticness or the, the, really the mental feeling of our children. And those are the conversations that I am starting to kind of ask about and think about. So when we saw the governor's plan that had uh, the dialogue of mental illness in it, I was very enthusiastic, very promising.
0: Okay, um, but let me let me let me ask you though. So all of these shootings at schools are where the schools are gun-free zones. You don't see a correlation there.
2: I don't. Uh, you know, we see shootings all over the nation, and in areas where there's gun-free spots, and, and and we still see things happening like that.
0: Yeah. Think, so that that's that's the point. Don't don't you want people to be able to defend themselves, or do you think it's a deterrent if they, if they realize somebody could have a gun inside there?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a good question. It's a good point. I mean, is, is there opportunity to have these conversations with our stakeholders in the community? I think absolutely. I mean, to just say that we're not going to have a, a discussion about it is, you know, I think that would be unfair to the voices of all people. So, Well, let me put it to you this way, and
0: we're talking sure. with Pima County Superintendent Dustin Williams on KNST AM 790. Would you put a big sign in your front yard? This home is a gun-free zone.
2: Oh, uh, you know what? I I, I put a I, I do have a sign. I have a sign in my yard that says uh, we have a security system. Um, now, not, why, now, why do you have that? So right. not, let
0: me ask you this: Why do you have that sign there?
2: Yeah, maybe to to deter people from yeah. coming inside. You could look at it that way. That's a good point. Yeah. So would but, you would you? But if you if you are so
0: confident, if you think it's not a problem, and you're okay with schools being gun-free zones. Would you have your own home as a gun-free zone?
2: Well, I do have a gun-free home.
0: Well, okay, so would you have a big sign out there and tell people this is a gun-free, my home has no guns, this is a gun-free zone inside this house?
2: Um, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure about that, that well, question, I don't know. Well, that, that's the
0: thing, is that because you wouldn't want to put your family in danger by letting people realize, I can go in there and have my way and can't be stopped, but people entrust their kids to go into your schools... And they're giant gun-free zones. They, people realize there's nobody in there that can stop me.
2: Well, and I think that's the importance of having a, a good SRO system, a member of our community, whether it's part of the sheriff's department or part of the Tucson Police Department or any sort of policing organization, to let our, our professionals be armed. I think uh, most people understand that uh, SORs uh, can be armed and that uh, sheriffs and our law-abiding uh, professionals are armed, and I think at this point that probably would be sufficient and is sufficient. But when we don't have the funding to have these individuals in our school, mm. or we don't have a good plan to make sure that we have uh, proper resources for the school for the SROs, I think this is where we find ourselves in a little bit of a
0: so. A, how, like how many to, how many SROs is there? One or two on campus at a time? I mean, you, how can they actually protect a school with? with 1,000 kids, 2,000 kids, and be, you know, it's just like, well, then why is it, it's totally unfair if an SRO is on one side of the building and a school shooter comes in and they could pick off kids in one class because the teacher can't be armed. I mean, that's, well, those kids get sacrificed because the guy's in the wrong place at the wrong time.
2: Well, I think, you know, the issue is we don't have SROs in every school. The other issue is, you know, it goes back to, Garrett, really goes back to this, what are we doing about the mental health of these children? Okay. What, are, what are we doing about the resources for these families? We've really got to have that discussion first. Listen, what's going on yeah, out there? I mean, that, that's this, a
0: great point. That, I mean, I'm just running short on time because you couldn't do it until 940. I appreciate the time. But, sure. okay, so let's talk about that, the mental health. Do you think, and I'll get to it, but do you think there needs to be more gun control that would stop these school shootings?
2: I don't. You know, that's, that's really it. Uh, we get into a kind of a constitutional issue you know i, I do believe that uh, people have a right to their second amendment right and i don't really think at the end of the day it it could be a, all about guns and i and i think that's the conversation we have to be careful about is first and foremost i'd like every conversation to start with the safety of our kids and what are we doing with our kids
0: exactly well that that's that's the thing okay because this whole this whole conversation started Dustin, with what happened in Florida, right? And right. it literally had nothing to do with guns. I don't know if you followed along with the news, sure. but, but the sheriff's department visited that young man's house 43 times. Um, the FBI received two tips. Then the story right. came out over the weekend that the school resource officer and two school counselors said they recommended that this young man be forcibly institutionalized. And nobody did anything, yet people are talking about the guns.
2: I tell you, that is the most troubling part for me. And so I agree with you on that, Garrett. We've got these warning signs. We've got more than warning signs, actually, when we have these phone calls, numerous phone calls from numerous people. Um, And and what are we doing about that? And is that another... uh, Is that another area for us to visit of supporting our local law enforcement systems? Do they have the resources, and are they able to make sure that they can get those phone calls taken care of and making sure that those actions can be um, protective for our our citizens? But when we do sit there and and talk about the gun, 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 I think we are missing the point. Um, So I agree with you there. I think we need to really look more at what is happening in our system um, exactly what are we providing mm-hmm. for, for our schools, our law enforcement, and having these discussions with, um, hopefully, I would like to see more at the local levels.
0: Okay, i tell you what, I'm just running short on time. Are you available sure. tomorrow? If, if, I don't want to put you on the spot. But if you're available tomorrow morning, I want to give you more time to state what you think needs to happen in your ideas, if you're available. Hang on. I want you to talk to Ryan. I'm just running real short on time. Thank you so much, Dustin, Pima Pima County Superintendent of Schools. Dustin Williams on KNST, AIM 790. We'll take a quick time out.